Welcome to episode 54 of the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast. Today our topic is the holiday trifecta 2020, the pandemic edition. Every year I talk about the holiday trifecta, which is the time between October 1st and January 1st, and how there's such a focus on food. Well, there's a coronavirus pandemic going on right now, and what are we all going to do? We're going to talk about how to look at food differently over this in particular holiday time and come up with a plan to help you really thrive over this time. Let's get started. Welcome everyone to the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast. I'm Kim McLaughlin and I am your host. I am a psychotherapist, author, blogger, and speaker. I help people when they're feeling frustrated, overwhelmed, and overloaded, and it shows up in overeating. And this is the time of year that I talk about what I call the holiday trifecta. Every year I talk about this with my clients. I've talked about this in other podcasts And I wanted to redo it this year because we're in a pandemic. I actually re-listened to the Holiday Trifecta podcast from last year, and I have it linked in the show notes because it's really good. It really does talk about all the things that go on during the Holiday Trifecta, but this year is super different. We have the coronavirus. We are in increasing numbers, at least in my county, and there's looking to be more lockdowns in terms of restricting people and where they can go and and what businesses are open. So I thought we should really have the holiday trifecta, the pandemic edition, not to scare everybody, but let's be honest, it's different this year and the holidays are going to be different. I actually didn't even think about doing a podcast on the holiday trifecta until just the other day because I realized or consciously thought about how different it is from last year. Everything I shared last year still fits, but there's still some nuanced ideas that I really want to talk about for this holiday time period so that we can look at how to manage, how to not manage, but how to be with our emotions and how to be with food in a different way, given the situation that's going on this year in the year 2020. What's the holiday trifecta? It's the time between Halloween, and New Year's. I actually think of it as October 1 to January 1. And it's really the time where food is front and center, where we're thinking about food, where we're talking about food, where we're gathering around food, we're having parties, there's giveaways with food, and lots of new recipes. There are certain foods that are indicative of these holidays or different people have different uh, foods that fit for them around the holidays. And so to me, it's that trifecta, that three-month time period where there's a lot of focus on food. And I just want to call it, and so I gave it the name, the holiday trifecta. It also happens during this time that there's When there's a focus on food, there's also a focus on an increase in eating. And that can be the idea of, I never get this food, I want to have it, I want to have a lot of it. And what happens is, is over this holiday time, this holiday trifecta, we actually go into binge eating mode because many times we think we can't have these foods any other time than 
Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas, and we don't see that we can have the food, and so we feel starved, so to speak. And when we're starved for certain foods, we then end up binging on them, and that's what happens over this holiday. And then after the binge, what comes January 1, where we feel guilty and ashamed, and then we go into that diet mode in January. So this fits that model of the diet restrict leading to binge, leading to shame and guilt, leading back up to diet and restrict. So I want you to enter into, I invite you to enter into this time to look at which are the foods that you really like and are you restricting them? Because that can be a reason why you might be overeating them. And if you look at the idea of, I could have them anytime during the year, Granted, I know uh, Starbucks only has a pumpkin spice latte this certain time period, but you can make it yourself. You can make it at other times of the year. You can buy the ingredients. And so it really isn't something that you can just have this at this time of year. You can have it at other times. It's just do you choose to or don't you? So one is making sure that you are seeing that there are foods that you like and that you get to eat them so we don't into go into restrict mode. But the other thing that happens over this holiday is there's an increase in feelings because typically we are expected to see family members, to see friends, to be in groups. And sometimes there are places we actually don't want to be. There are people that we don't necessarily want to see. I don't see them or not me, but you don't see them at um, any other time of the year. And then you have to see them at this holiday and they aren't particularly the people that you want to spend time with. And so we can feel um, stressed and anxious about seeing these people that you might feel uncomfortable with. And you think, well, you have to see them at this time of year because it's expected. So those feelings come up of feeling overwhelmed and anxious. You add on to that feelings of not having the food that you wanted any other time of year and then feeling like you want to binge, feeling out of control. We talked in other podcasts about how emotions, emotional eating, these emotions lead us to overeat. And the more we can look at these feelings and these emotions in order to deal with them, to process them, then it doesn't show up in food and overeating. You eat what you want. You eat when you're hungry. You stop when you're full. Remember when we talk about this type of eating, which is called intuitive eating, it doesn't mean that we restrict. It doesn't mean that there are good foods or bad foods. Foods are foods. It's just figuring out what's your food, what's your right food at this particular time. And that becomes more of a automatic process as you work on intuitive eating over time. I I have found myself and my clients have found that as they work on intuitive eating that they can get back to that really that primary sense that that sense of knowing when they're hungry, when they're full, what they want and not feeling guilty about it. It's really that sense of when you were a child And you knew when you were hungry and when you were full, and nobody could make you overeat. We want to get back to that really natural part about being in touch with our body and being in touch with what food works for us. 
When I was thinking of how this pandemic affects this holiday trifecta time, it's an unknown to me. I actually don't know how it's going to affect us because everybody's going to make a different decision over this holiday. We've already had, or over this holiday time, we've already had Halloween. And for many people, their kids didn't go out trick-or-treating or they didn't even open their door for for people. Maybe you left candy outside or you didn't buy any candy. There was also the idea that people would buy candy and they'd eat it themselves. And that brought a lot of stress to people that they had this candy and felt kind of compelled to buy it, but also felt compelled to eat it, which didn't feel good to them. So Halloween was an odd experience. It was different than what we're used to. And now we're coming up on Thanksgiving, we're coming up on Christmas, and it's going to be an equally different time because there's a lot of a lot of areas that could potentially be a struggle. So I just want to point those out so you can then be on the front end of it to decide how you want to deal with it. First, what people have been telling me consistently since the coronavirus really broke out, at least in my area at, in Northern California at the middle of March. And what people have been noticing is one, they've been sitting a lot more, which I've noticed that too for myself. And also there's feels like more um, struggle with food because there's food in the house and people have been thinking, clients have tell me that they feel afraid to have food in the house because they're afraid that they're going to eat it. So that's one of the things that this pandemic has brought on. Also, we've been working at home, which means We've been closer to the food and also closer to feeling anxious and overwhelmed. And so the food seems to show up more for us. But I want to talk more specifically about Thanksgiving and this holiday that's coming up pretty quickly because I don't know what you're going to do. And literally, I don't know what my family is going to do either because there are questions about um, are there lockdowns in our city? The, the requests from um, local government about how we handle this pandemic, the can we visit each other? Do we need to keep distance from each other? I hear a lot in the news talking about if you're going to go see people, s- sit outside or sit with a mask. And there's a lot of questions people are having about what do they want to do and what do they feel comfortable with? And even beyond that, it's not even necessarily what you feel comfortable with, But what does the people you want to see feel comfortable with? There have been a lot of people I know that have not spent time with their loved ones, with their family members, because they have felt really concerned about the coronavirus, about catching it and or giving it. And so they've made really strict rules for themselves that they don't want to visit. And what I found is that and actually every client that I have, I will ask them specifically, so what's your rules of engagement? What's your family going to do? Or what do you think is the right thing? Because really for everybody, they get to make their own decision. And we're coming up on a time for Thanksgiving. I don't know about you, but I feel nervous about it because I'm not sure what we're going to do. I'm not sure how it's going to go. And What I do know is that it will be completely different than any other Thanksgiving we've had in the past. Hi everyone, this is Kim and my book is out. 
Feed Your Soul, Nourish Your Life, a six-step system to peace with food is live. I recommend you get it. It has all my six components of feeding your soul, as well as my own story. Pick it up now. You can find it on my website at feedyoursoulunlimited.com. Thanks. So since we know it's going to be different, I think we need to get into some wonderings about what can we start doing that's going to feel empowering, coming from a place of empowerment rather than a place of despair or victimhood. And I thought about that and I thought about that for myself and I wanted to bring it up for all of you because I think some of the ideas that I've come up with are things that actually could be quite interesting doables for you to move through this holiday trifecta time while we're in the midst of a pandemic. The first thing I thought of is over this holiday time is maybe it's a good time to create new routines. Find out how you might do this differently. Like I said, we might not be visiting other people and staying home. And so there's this new routine. One of the things I've been thinking of is that our family, my family's tradition is we go run a... um a race for the hungry. And we've been doing it every year. Oh my gosh, it's probably been 14 years. We 14, 15 years. Um, we've been doing this unless we're out of town. We don't. So that's not happening this year. We're actually signed up for the virtual version of the race. And I think what we're going to do is on Thanksgiving morning, in honor of the race, is we'll probably go down to the race site. And we'll do the race ourselves and we will go the, what am I doing? I think I'm doing a 5K. So we'll do the 5K. My husband does the 10K. So my daughter and I will do the 5K and we'll do it, but we'll do it without the, you know, thousands and thousands of our community members with us, but we're going to do it. So it's a new routine, but it still fits with the idea of what we like to do in that morning, which is be physically active. So that is... Our new routine for that day is to do the race, but do it without other people. The other thing about the new routine for this holiday is thinking of different activities. Since there won't be the opportunity, sometimes we go to San Francisco or other places, and that's just not an option. So I'm thinking we'll just decide on maybe some games we can play or some art activities we can do in order to do something different and festive in order to make it a fun holiday experience. The other thing I thought of in order of how to move through this holiday trifecta and the pandemic is to create new opportunities. What are the new things we could do? And I had thought of that in terms of maybe that means we might have a different kind of meal. There's a Thanksgiving meal that we have on Thanksgiving Day that my family's used to. Maybe we change it up and maybe we do something a little different. And I'm not sure what that's going to look like. I have to talk with um, my immediate family about that to see what they might be into doing. So this is the opportunity to... Talk with your immediate family, the people around you, or if you're by yourself, have this conversation with yourself about what are some new opportunities. I suspect for my immediate family that it will be something physically active where we take a hike or we go somewhere new where we can experience something different in order to make this time fun and enjoyable. 
But you know, that might not always work for you. And I really honor that people are having different kinds of experience and that this pandemic has gone on for a very long time and we're all over it and want to be done with it. But the truth is, is that it really is still occurring and we need to take some kind of inner reflection on what's going on. And what I thought about with that is that I think it's going to be important over this holiday trifecta time is to notice any resentment, any anger, any anxiety, and to really notice them and call them out for what they are. This time has been tough on everybody worldwide. We've all experienced this pandemic together, and truthfully, each person has had it in a different way, but it has been a universal experience for people that have led to a lot of feelings. And when we when I think about feelings, I think about how when we stay deep in these feelings and don't move them out of our of us, we end up eating over it. So I want to avoid that. So this could be a great time to take out your journal and start noticing any resentment, notice any anger, notice any anxiety, and really put them to paper and talk about what the resentment, the anger, and the anxiety means to you. And what what is it that you feel upset about? And really put it to paper in order to begin to release it. We can't let these things go until we notice that they're there. And I think these are going to be the three feelings that are going to be most present with people is resentment, anxiety, and anger. Sometimes there's overwhelm, and also I found that there's depression that's going on too. So actually, you could add those to the mix if those fit for you. But notice the feelings that are going on in you. Take a deep breath and have that inner connection with yourself in order to determine what feeling is going on. And then really have this inner check, this intuitive inner check of what do I need to do with this feeling? Lastly, I want to encourage you to get support. This pandemic has been tough. It's been tough on everyone, as I've said earlier. You all know this. I'm not telling you something new. But this is really the time we need to start getting our support system put back in place. I've found a lot of people, me included, have been a little bit more isolating than we'd like to be because we're not out and about with other people. But you got to have social contact and, and talk to people I know that there's Zoom fatigue going on and a lot of resentment and anger about having to do virtual conversations with people. Find a way to get support. I don't care how you do it, but it's really important to do it. There is the phone, there is Zoom, there is FaceTime, but also there is texting. There's also um, having a distance walk with somebody, you know, have them apart from you, but you're together having a conversation with each other. You could write a letter. That's a super old school way to have a conversation with people. And I got to say, everybody loves to get a letter. Make it your business to write a letter a day to people that you know and love and care about. I promise you, they will love getting a letter from you. Another thing you can do to get support is you can join my Facebook group. Feed Your Soul Community is a really loving, caring Facebook group where we talk about things related to emotions, food, feeling um, 
helpful to each other and giving support that can really help get you through the day and also feeling um, in a way that helps you feel more um, enlivened, enlivened and feel more empowered. And that is what I'm all about. As we always do on each of these podcasts, we talk about doables. I always talk about how, you know, we can have understanding about what's going on, but unless we have some little bit of action, some little step, some little step towards something, we we can't get the full effect of it because we then um, embody that change by doing something different. So I really encourage you to think back on what we've talked on today about the holiday trifecta and see what fits for you. Could it be having a conversation with your family about what is the right way to handle this holiday time and what fits for all of you? See if there's a way to develop a new routine. See if there's something new you might add. That can make it really fun. If we get into feeling angry and resentful, that can be the opportunity to say, well, what new could I invite into my life? What's something new I could do? I know we've been in this holiday or um, in this pandemic for a long time, but you put your thinking cap on and start wondering what could you do that might be fun and a little bit different to give you a new routine, to give you a new opportunity in order to come at this time period different. It actually could be a win. I'm going to say it. This could be a win for everybody to have a new routine, a new way of engaging with Thanksgiving and Christmas and do it in a way that fits for you. Lastly, no matter what, make sure you're seeking support. Get to talking with other people. Talk about how you're feeling and talk about what's going on. It's so helpful. We are social creatures and we need to be social with each other, even during a time of a pandemic when we're asked to not be in physical proximity of other people. So get yourself some support. I hope that this was helpful for you. I hope you have some new ideas. I'd love for you to join our Feed Your Soul Community Facebook group. Give me some ideas about what you're doing. I always love to hear what new opportunities people are doing, how they're handling this holiday trifecta pandemic edition in a different way because I can use more tools in my toolbox. I look forward to talking with you next week. Please know that I'm rooting for you and I wish you peace with food and peace with this holiday. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast. We come to you every Monday with fresh new ideas to help you end emotional eating and put food in its proper place as nourishment. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast and review it and let us know what you think. Thank you for joining us.